This is Shuja Rabani, and you are listening to the Pod Your Heart Out podcast. I believe that the right to work in a safe and healthy work environment is everyone's human right. A workplace where there is humanity in human resources and a place where leadership leads by example. Join me in today's conversation if you see yourself as an advocate for that kind of workplace. Working from home, a pleasant reality and a nightmare for some, which really happened and had to happen after the pandemic started in 2020. There's a very interesting post that's been posted on Instagram by the company, the freelance company Upwork, which is asking people what they believe is some of the biggest misconceptions of working from home. In speaking to my former colleagues in the corporate world, a lot of them seem to be coming back and saying that actually it's a lot tougher than what they had anticipated because I guess the home factor makes it very comfortable and appealing. Um, really, I guess it has, I mean, there are so many variations, there are so many factors to consider. And when I put myself in their position, if I had been still working in the corporate world, the commute would have really helped me, you know, save up at least three hours of every single day. So for someone like me who spends, you know, who would have spent three hours per day in the car on traffic, working from home would have been my best option. But it's not really, you know, as good as it sounds because for some people, this, you know, the feedback that I've been getting is that it's become a 24-7 job. It's no longer, there, there are just no more boundaries. Work has become life and life has become work. So what's critical is that, you know, I guess when you are still learning to adapt into a new working style, a hybrid working style, it's really to draw your boundaries and, you know, fix up a schedule for yourself that, you know, from what time to what time will you actually be actively working? And when in doing so, to what extent will you make sure that it is not impacting you emotionally, your health, your mental health, your physical health, and taking you, keeping you away from really running your day-to-day life and um, other activities that you need to do to make sure that your life is moving forward. And very recently, there was a survey that was conducted by a company named Envoy, which is based out of San Francisco. It's a software-based company, medium-sized, and they ran a survey asking people about what their take is on um, moving back to the office full-time. And surprisingly, half of the employees who were surveyed, this the sample was about 1,000 employees. So 1,000 employees over the age of 18 in the U.S. only, And so it's a considerable sample of full-time and part-time employees. And when they were asked, you know, whether they, what was their thoughts in terms of returning back to full-time, was returning back to the office. And about half of the employees responded that they are considering leaving their jobs if they are required to work out of office, which really, you know, is bringing in the topic of hybrid workplaces that, it is. It has now really become in a post-pandemic, we are now looking at really a post-pandemic workplace that it has become an absolute necessity for companies to think about changing the way that they will provide the options for people to work, that a hybrid workplace where people have the option of spending specific hours of the week working from home versus always working from the office has 
become the popular option of work for people. Some of the early adapters of uh, complete transition into working from home was from companies like Twitter and Spotify. And they made headlines when they came out and said, you know what, we're just going to make this a permanent thing. And employees can now permanently choose whether they want to work from home or come to the office. And that's not necessarily an option for everybody. But of course, for example, you know, when we look at other bigger companies like Amazon, they did not have that option. And, you know, you need employees that are working on the floor that are packing things up and moving things around. The entire change of attitude towards working from home and how people are now looking at it, it's become more accepting after COVID. I think this is probably one of the best things that happened as a result of the pandemic. There are a lot of companies out there which were traditionally very, very hostile really to working from home, to the idea of working from home or to the idea of, you know, flexibility and and changing the way work really works for people. And I think this, if we look at the positive side of how this has changed things for people, I would say it's more positive than it is negative in terms of how it has given people the opportunity to try and, you know, do whatever they can to bring about that so-called work-life balance that we speak about all the time. Um, And that has become even bigger of an attention because work-life balance, you know, what does it mean right now? Is there such a thing as work-life balance when you are working from home or whatever the expectations of your company is in terms of working from home and the flexibility around it? So those of you who are in human resources and business leaders that have had to make decisions Uh, people who have had to make choices around it, I would love to hear from you. Please feel free to pod your heart out by responding to any of the social media posts. You can always write to me directly on info at podyourheartout.com or visit www.podyourheartout.com for more information. Thank you for listening and there's more interesting topics coming up next week. 